Welcome to Pistol Shrimps Radio presents the Virgin America Safety Video Minute brought to you by Mac Weldon, colon, pity the first-time listener. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Virgin America safety video one minute at a time. I'm Mac Gorley from I Was There Too. And I'm Mark McConville from Super Ego, Pistol Shrimps Radio, and Life. That's right. Now, we're going to talk about where this idea came from before we get into this video analyzation, but I just want to say what this is really about, what's really at the core of this, Mark, and I think you're with me on this, we wanted to do the most inside baseball, useless excuse for a podcast that we could possibly think of. Why? To fill that gaping hole between Pistol Shrimp seasons. That's right, Matt. We were flying together, if I have memory serves... And that delightful Virgin America safety video came on. Delightful? And we just had to scrutinize it, get into it, figure it out. There's a lot to unpack. We've talked about the history of Pistol Shrimps Radio itself a few times and how I came to Mark with this idea of, like, let's let's do some color commentary. You know about sports. I don't know about sports. And that's the history of the actual podcast. It's just two guys who really don't know basketball talking basketball. Well, this time, Mark comes to me and says... Let's talk about this Virgin America safety video minute. I truly don't know your feelings on it, which is actually (laughs) fantastic because I I have a lot of stuff that goes on when I watch it. So if you are a first time listener, that's why we subtitled this Pity the First Time Listener, because you're coming into a podcast that's based on another podcast, the Star Wars Minute, which we will extol the virtues of in a minute. That then is added to the concept... The high concept, I might add, no, the low concept, low concept of Pistol Shrimps Radio, which is two dudes talking sports at an all-women's rec league basketball game. And at the core of that idea is just abject stupidity. What a stupid idea for the two of us to be calling a basketball game. We have no business doing it. We have more business doing this. Yes. Though... Maybe we don't, because I don't know a lot about airplane safety. I've just ridden on airplanes before. No, but we're so backdooring this concept into an already ridiculous concept. We're, we're actually in the front door. We walked straight into the lobby on this one. We did. We, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lost right now with what we're even doing. I just want to ask the listener to come along on this ride and see where we end up. Because That's right. If you haven't seen this Virgin America Safety Minute... It's a whole musical extravaganza, this video. Well, and it's timely, too, Matt, that we're doing this because actually Alaska and Virgin merged over the last few months. Are you fucking kidding me? No, and you know what's happening? Virgin America is getting retired. Shit. 2019, there's no more Virgin flights. They're all going to be Alaska. So this video has an expiration date on it. And that makes this podcast a collector's item. Instantaneously. We're all involved on the ground floor of something really special. So get into it. Oh, my God. So first things first, we recommend that you go check out the Virgin America safety video. It's on YouTube. If you go into Google and search for YouTube, you will find that website. And And then if you go into YouTube and search for Google, I don't know what's going to happen. So be sure you do it in the right order. Let us know in the comments section that we don't have. Now... Before we begin with the actual analyzation of this video, we want to talk about the minute podcast form, because this has now itself become a phenomenon. That's right. How many do you think there are? 
There's I guess a, we could have done some homework well, and there, figured that there out. There is now a website curated by the originators, who we'll talk about in just a second, they, who have put all of these Minute Podcasts together, which we will now be a part of. We are entering <laughs> the pantheon of Minute Podcasts. Now, let me explain this. You explain it. Because, you know, there's some controversy to the history of who actually started this concept, but I am 100% in the, just in the camp of Pete the Retailer and Alex Robinson, who started the Star Wars Minute podcast, where every episode, daily episode, they take one minute chronologically from the Star Wars film and talk about it. Episodes are anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes. It's amazing the amount they find to talk about in these things. It The thing that is crazy about it is you think you know Star Wars. I mean, I've seen Star Wars plenty of times. You've seen it way more than me, I'm sure. You... But I'm watching it right now. There's stuff that you see in, when you watch it with that microscope on it, with the magnifying glass yeah. all the way up to it. You see stuff that you just never would have noticed before. For instance, did you know Henry Shearer was the voice of a, an Imperial officer or stormtrooper or two in Star Wars? Who? Harry Shearer. I thought you said Henry Shearer. I might have. Because <laughs> let me also explain something else. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I've been staring at podcast editing software for so long, and so have you, Mark, that yeah. if you want the old Pistol Shrimps action where I haven't eaten, well, I'm fully nourished. In fact, I'm healthy eating like you can't believe. But mentally, oh my God, I've checked out. You're I all the way on Gilligan's a, Island? I did. I rented a room in the Bates Motel and then checked out of that. Why? Because I got stabbed in the shower by a wig guy. So, <laughs> our thanks to Pete and Alex for a beginning this whole phenomenon there is no question in my mind and I've heard plenty of the other minute podcasts I'm not disparaging them in any way right. but these guys they did it first they did it best they're professionals they know what they're doing and we owe a huge debt of gratitude to them thanks Pete and Alex check out Star Wars Minute they're on Attack of the Clones right now and I know that's not the biggest incentive to go check that. <laughs> <laughs> but even that they make informative and entertaining. I'm Matt Gorley. And I'm Mark McConville, and you're listening to Pistol Shrimps Radio presents the Virgin America Safety Video Minute, Pity the Listener. And the other thing we should mention is that all of this, this whole five-episode extravaganza series, is sponsored by our buddies, our pals, our boon companions, Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon, microbe-free underthings. Let me tell you how much we love these guys. And, and look, we wanted to throw this series out, all the episodes at one time, to give you a little something to snack on until the season starts on April 4th. And who makes that possible? Mac Weldon does. So if you appreciate a little content between seasons, buy some Mac Weldon products because then maybe we could do this again between seasons next time. If you're like me, you wear underpants and if you're like me you do too so get some mac weldon's i mean do two pairs i wear two pairs one on each leg and then i let them kind of hang out like just flappy jodhpurs they're like they're like half barrel holsters yeah and then i thigh bottle sized holsters i wear just that and walk in front of my neighbor's windows right around right around daybreak i feel like i say it every time we talk mac weldon those goddamn sweatpants are the jiggity jam i'll tell you what if you go to MacWeldon.com right now and buy something using the promo code minute that will help ensure that we can do this kind of quality top notch top notch <laughs> top notch entertainment every time there's a break mac weldon strap them on to yourself and give yourself a shelf elf, Ribby.
Okay, let's get into analyzing this goddamned video. Today we're talking about minute number one of Virgin America safety video. Minute number one starts with two high-step and flight attendants and their hard case carry-ons just walking down the aisle, and ends with a very sarcastic, really? From one of our flight attendant friends. Matt, let's start right off the bat with these matching carry-ons. That only is happening because this is a safety video. Do you don't... I don't think matching luggage... Well, I don't know how flight attendants work, but I can't imagine they require you to have matching luggage. So the matching luggage... But it could happen that they issue them that. That's what I would think. I would think if you worked for a major airline, they would say... Oh, we want to brand it because you know the 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 grand airline era of the '60s, where yeah. you think of that Pan Am yeah. flight attendant in the in the blue dress, and they had definitely Pan Am luggage. Or it could have very well have been two flight attendant gals have just struck up quite a fast friendship and say, "Let's stop off at the Toomey store and get a hard case here or at the duty free." Maybe said maybe one of them had it. Was like, "Girl, you got to get this." That's right. You got to get one of these. You can put. It's got a little pocket. For your whatever. But for sure what happened is this is a highly stylized musical extravaganza. Oh. And the artistic designer said, you're getting matching carry-on cases. You are, ha- and they're white. Yeah. And they're unscuffed. These women are on their first day of work. <laughs> and God love them for it. Yeah. So this whole thing is a musical video. In Somehow in five minutes manages to go through many different phases and little chapters as we'll all experience together on this strange journey. And I believe that the the FAA has regulations for what has to be said. And sung. So right off the bat, you have to you just have to see it, the rehearsal, the blood, sweat, and tears that went into putting this together. Or even the writing. Like to be able to legally pass muster, it had to be written first. Yeah. I mean, there, it is sharp. The, from the start, it is super, super sharp. Every, every element is glossy. The cinematography, the performance, the, the singing, the production. There's even a moment where I went, wait, is, are they... It seems like an illusion. There's a cut, but it seems like the, the, the two flight attendants that have the matching cases are walking in through the airport, and then when it cuts, they're suddenly on the plane. Let's refer to them as Gabby... And Cordelia. You got it. Okay. So Cordelia is like, I'm late. My boyfriend's on my jock. I just got to go. I got a flight to New York and then I'm coming back. But whew, I just got to clear my head. And Gabby is going, girl, come on. We're good. Get, I, let's get on this plane. I mean, I pointed out this hard carry case. You trusted me on that. Why won't you listen to me now? But as soon as they get in, you know, what? it's occurring to me right now. I don't know what happens to their luggage when they get in there. Does it just vanish? You mean, oh, in the video? Because suddenly they're dancing. It's like they get to work and boom, that's our a, lead flight attendant man. really good question. Yeah. Maybe the most important question of our time? Hold on. We're going to check this out. They're carrying it. They got it in their hands. Oh, they, they it stow it to the side, but I bet you it disappears in this wide shot. We pull out. Gone. It's gone. Gone. The magic of Hollywood. That's right. Where do you think this is? You mean geographically? Is it a sound stage? Is it a hangar? Is it a... Yeah, I think it's 
It's probably a soundstage made to look kind of like a cross between a warehouse and an airplane hangar. I appreciate the set design. Yeah. Well, it's very, it's very 90s, like deconstructed warehouse hangar with a, like the, the bare bones of an airplane. It's like rent meets airport 77. And the smartest element for me are the, the faux windows on posts. Yeah, which took me a while to figure out what those I didn't were. know what they were in the first shot, but eventually they become the windows of the plane, and that's smart because the plane size varies throughout this whole thing. They look like either miniature shooting range targets or the backsides of those uh, uh, antibacterial dispensers that you see in the middle of a cruise ship. It's they, To me, they look like if... Uh, if Christopher Nolan was making a whitewashed cityscape and these were the parking meters. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, these are like a Logan's Run type parking meter. Sure, like a, a quasi-futuristic... Kubrick kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Let's just throw all the filmmakers in if we okay. can. So then we're immediately met by two other flight attendants and a singing safety tip fella. Steve. Singing Steve, the got, safety tip, Steve. We got Steve, we got Gabby, we got Cordelia, we got these other two girls, Lucy and Shimopo. Steve gets right into it. He throws a, a, a pamphlet? I think that's the safety card that would be in your seat. But then there's a dude in his seat who is apoplectic about... <laughs> How dare you throw that, sir? And then he rips the headphones off of a kid who's just playing Candy Crush or whatever the hell it is. Well, I will say this. Everybody in this has either done their own character backstory or been given a hardline viewpoint by a director because no one's phoning it in here. No, performance-wise, these dancers, these actors, these performers, they're killing it. Now, you mentioned this kid, right? Yeah. And in the line, he's this, this singing flight attendant, he says, and trust me, it's something that you want to hear. And this kid is playing an ambiguous kind of white, sort of Kubrickian future Stylized phone. Personal phone, but he's got these over white over-ear headphones. And so when the flight attendant says, it's something that you want to hear, he rips his headphones off, but then tilts them down to cover his eyes to make him blind, but puts them back on his ears so he still can't hear. And I do think that this is the first, unfortunately, this soon in, the first major flaw of this. There's a big crack in this video. And if we had it all to do over again, if Alaska Airlines wasn't taken over Virgin America, we might reconsider a version two, you know, a sequel. Could I offer a defense? Sure. That by blinding the child with his headphone band, yeah. he's increasing the child's hearing ability. Even though he's got the headphones on? That it won't not- matter because it's... He's not plugged into the airplane system. He's playing his own little piece of shit. Is there a cable, though? I don't even see a cable. Those well, Bluetooth. again, this is all highly stylized, minimalist stuff, and we'll never know. And it's in the not-too-distant future, too. I think that's clear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I also think this incident would be all over the internet. In this era now that we live in currently, you, Matt, Morley, oh, yeah. and I, yeah. uh, people would be fil- they would film something like that, and it would be this you know, sort of clickbait story that... A, That's that how this all that started. Steve threw a pamphlet at a guy and ripped a kid's headphones off his head. Yeah. You can't treat people like this. No. And I think there's an overall fantasy element of whoever created this video, whoever is the brains behind it. We'll never know. There's some real sass to it. Oh, there's yeah. some real attitude. Oh. It Almost a fantasy element of... I would love to just rip the headphones off. There is a, a little passive aggression. Oh, there's a yeah. lot of it. And plus, we should mention that 
mostly everybody, but especially the flight crew, are sexy, sexy people of all stripes and genders. Good Lord, I just, yeah, I just have to agree with you. It's worth checking out for that alone. What do you got next here, Matt, after well, the headphone kid? I think I, I, I want to take ourselves out of the video a little bit and, and think to the first time you saw this on a plane, because at this point in a flight, those that have flown Virgin America before are nonplussed because they've seen this before, right? That's but true. everybody's first time experience with this is different because you've never seen anything like this. Sometimes on Southwest Airlines, the the like attendants will get on the mic and do a little bit of type five, which well, is... Because those poor bastards have to do it yeah. day after day after day. At least the least they can do is spice it up. Yeah. Because... Frankly, like everybody, every time you are on a flight, you have to experience some sort of warning yeah. about how a yeah, flight works. The and drudgery. If you've, and if you've flown more than four or five times in your life, you pretty much get slap on your seatbelt, don't get up, don't smoke. What else is there? What do I, you do? You don't smoke, you don't slap. What I remember distinctly, do? too, on a flight where someone, I was very close to the person giving the safety de- demonstration and them showing you how the inflatable vest worked. Yeah. And I just thought, I, I'm fucked. If this happens, I'm in trouble. Because it was your perspective. I, I just was close. looking at it like, I don't think I could figure that out in a calm. I thought you meant you were emotionally too close to it that you just couldn't handle it if it happened. Like you had too much invested. Well, I feel like in a panicked state, I wouldn't be able to get a strap around my body, buckled, pull the cord. I would just forget all of it. Yeah. Even though I was, in that moment, I thought I should just pay full attention to this one person. time yeah because they're they're it's not a great part of the job i'm sure yeah to have to do that every single time true which is probably why this video was made in the first place right so i remember two distinct experiences so the first time it came on first time i flew virgin america i went what is this shit and at first i was like i gotta hand it to him and then i was like all right take it easy that we're in our fifth minute now but i did ultimately was like good for you this is great. Now, the second time is a whole new experience because you know it's coming, but half the flight doesn't. And then you watch those people, and there's just a lot of 57-year-olds named Carol going, well, I, oh, uh, look at Mark. Look. And not you, Mark. Their cousin, Mark, who they also married for some reason because you could. And they're just like... Delighted. Delighted. And that's maybe more fun in some ways. But, you know, if the ultimate goal of this video is airline safety, aren't you? They're doing you a grand disservice because now I you're watching you may, Carol and you're you not paying right. attention. But to also the, the first time through, I was not paying attention to the details. I was paying attention to this is novel and I could have been killed. Yeah. I mean, there's a grand danger, I think, of this video just dazzling you into a state of euphoria where you are not able to actually take in the safety information. So far, I feel like I'm pretty good about halfway through this minute. And uh, pretty much it's just, hey, pay attention. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then very quickly, unless you have something before this, we find there's a nun on this plane. Oh, I got something before it. Okay. We get a crane shot. Yeah, well, they're spare no expense. I mean, that's deluxe yeah. for a safety, an airline safety video. I feel like Virgin just was like, screw United, screw American. Delta can take a real walk in the cold, mm-hmm. freeze to death. We're doing this thing, and we're doing it 
We're pulling out all of the stops. That is Virgin Airline, though. I will say, anytime I get the chance, I'd prefer to fly them. They, they, for whatever you pay, whatever. If you're at economy, you get a little bit better economy yeah. than you do anywhere else. Yeah, worth it. It's a good airline. Yeah, I'm sad that it's not. Hopefully, Alaska pulls their head out of their Alaskan igloo. Well, they've got their head on the tail fin of the plane. They do. So hopefully, that's a, a good sign. But yeah, Vir- I will. Yeah. Overall, I feel like my Virgin America experiences have been real good. Virgin Atlantic, too. Can I talk about the nun? Is this the seatbelt moment? Because they do a whoop instead of ass. Oh, yeah, they do that. In your seat. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so is it ass that you can't say? Well, I bet you could, but they're, you know, not only do they have to probably be family friendly, they have to be really family friendly. Because everyone flies, including real prudes. So you can't say ass, but why wouldn't you just replace it with butt? It's one syllable, and I think butt is okay. You say that to kids. I hear parents say, get your butt in the car. Because I think they want to do something clever that makes it seem like they're censoring it, but also feels like a song, uh, like kind of interjection, and moves with the move, the choreography. Well, I let's think it's quite talk clever. about that, because okay. there's reverse psychology. Because at the mm. moment, they say, keep that ass in the seat. Yeah. All of the dancers jump out yeah they pop out of the seat oh what are they saying it's reverse psychology i think don't do as we tell you not as we do the dance move is keep that whoop and they pop out they don't sit down they pop out of the seat that's not what they want you to do they want you to sit your ass down and buckle your goddamn seatbelt. are there secret messages throughout this sure like fight club level you you know all of this they're stuff just is flashing, just bullshit there they're just flashing flaccid penises well, not only that because i did see one in minute four uh but that whole thing about how you know the oxygen masks are just there to soothe you when oh, you don't need them right they won't really help you maybe yeah. they all know something maybe they're airplane illuminati just it's a secret message of, of actually don't stay in your seat you're better off hopping yeah. out and by all means put the oxygen mask on your kid first can i talk about the nun yet I got one more thing. I have a couple more things before the nun, actually. Wow. Oh. The vi- there's lyrical, the chorus of the lyrics. So tonight, we're ready to fly. Yeah. The lyrics imply that all Virgin flights are at night. And mm. I know for a fact they're not. I had a 6 a.m. flight on Virgin once. Yeah. So that's, lyrically, let's not. I guess what else are you going to say? They're taking some license, too, because they're not in a real airplane. I think we're going theatrical here. Uh, I also think the choreographer uh, should get a note here where there's never been a time in the history of planes where every single passenger has that information <laughs> card in their hands. Yeah. But here we're doing a whole bingo card, toss it in the air. They do a little levitation move with yeah. it. Every passenger's got that card. I mean, this is the fantasy element, the wishful thinking of the airline thinking, wouldn't it be amazing if everyone on the plane read that card? It's kind of... Not only that, but just kind of the Busby Berkeley musical thing. Where yeah, everybody's in sync. But it does push. Props. It does push into that passive aggressive. Like y'all should be looking at the card. That's Every right. one of you. Look what you can do with it. You can do a dance routine. With we put it. a card in the pocket for you to look at. Would you look at it? Now here's an idea. Yeah. Safety information on one side of the card. Graphic pixelated design on the other side, so that when everybody raises up their cards in the airplane, they form like a stadium sized. <laughs> Graphic. For whose benefit? The flight attendant. I feel like they deserve it. But it's a picture of a crashing plane. 
Let's it's talk just about. a still from Die Hard 2. Let's talk about the nun. God damn it. Okay. This nun, right away, she's, she's like texting away. She's on her phone. And the flight attendant crew is all over her like, you cannot be doing this right now. Right. They take the phone from her. And yes. she gives a visible, like a physical harumph, exhibiting the sin of covetousness, I think. Which is weird for a nun. So I just want to say right now that our nun is our antagonist. And furthermore... Uh, would you agree that the guy is our antagonist, the guy singing? Steve. Yeah, Steve. Singing Steve. And, and nun, Carlotta... Sister Carlotta? ...is the antagonist. Not only do I think Sister Carlotta is the antagonist, I also think she's the choreographer. Because <laughs> she, she is relishing her choreography, even though she's seated the whole time. I know, and I, but I think, I really truly think that she is the choreographer. If I have to peg someone... Hmm. As the person, she's she she also is committing the sin of vanity because she just had to put herself into that's two sins. This Plus, video, I've got another one coming up. She uh, she just has that vibe to me of this is me, but then I also sort of go, why is she a nun? Yeah, why does she have to be? I mean, nuns fly. I'm, that's not. I'm not saying that nuns are not allowed on airplanes or something like that, but it does seem a little odd. Well, that's the other thing is that they they are really they're really covering a lot of character archetypes in this. You've got a kid, you've got a nun. Those are the only two I can back up. So you got far, the really that's pretty much the whole. You got spectrum. the apoplectic guy who throws his hands up like he threw a pamphlet at that's me. That's right. Yeah, um, I I will jump ahead a bit. We can come back just to get to that third sin of the nun. At one point, she really starts dancing and does one of those like kind of like cabaret girl chest shakes where your arms are kind of out and it's clearly the move was invented to sh shake your boogums and she's doing it yeah and she I think sure that, is i think that qualifies for adding lust to her bench of sins so what do we have for the sins lust so far? vanity and covetousness and no one else is exhibiting are any these, real sins are three of those seven deadly sins yes why do i what lust is greed no no the no covetousness is not that's a commandment but lust and pride are yeah not vanity but no vanity is isn't is it? it it's not we're gonna have to look up the seven deadly sins at some point it's i know them. it's lust are you doing this via the film seven yeah lust greed pride envy sloth gluttony wrath so you have pride and you have envy. Wouldn't envy be covenant? I, I envy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's close enough. Yeah. So yeah. this, this nun in one minute of this video is taking a Virgin America flight straight to hell. Uh, we end the video with some contortionists. Yeah. What about this? Because I'm, I'm having trouble with this little section. We, we see two full-on contortionists sitting in airplane seats. And Seated then, contortionists. Yeah, and then we, we sort of dolly along and see the guy next to them is looking at them. And I think we're supposed to identify with them because we presumably are not contortionists. We're just a regular airplane flyer. However, he's really kind of upset. And so I don't identify with him. I'm like, those contortionists aren't bothering you. Why are you so mad? So I don't know where to be here. I also have a real sort of like logistic I always watch stuff with this sort of scrutiny I'm watching with a logistical mindset of 
It seems to me they will find out in the future minutes of the Virgin America safety video. And I have not jumped ahead. I haven't seen this since. So right. I haven't either. Uh, I feel like they hired some contortionists for something else or it was this (laughs) and some other stuff. Yeah. And it got cut. Yeah. But they thought we paid a premium for dancers who are also contortionists. Right. We paid an extra amount of money per hour to have these contortionists here. So God damn it, we're putting them in. They're going to get their moment in the sun and it's going to be in the seatbelt section, whether it makes a lot of sense or not. Plus it's a good cutaway, you know? Yes. It's it's independent of all the other actions that you can come back to something else. And then you just get two tablespoons of sass with that. Really? At the very end and it's perfectly timed. Yeah. You've got, I believe, a new flight attendant stepping up. We've not met her yet. And maybe we should save her for the second minute. Except to to say, I know who she is. Oh, you do? Yeah. Brabantia. Can you say that again? Brabantia. Brabantia. Yeah. Um, That'll be fun to say several times. I want to ask you one general question before we wrap this up. Got it. Do you think any of the actors, even one of the actors, are also the singers? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's possible. I'm sure I I wouldn't rule it out, but I feel like the likelihood is pretty low. Do you own the cast album? I have it on vinyl. Well, this has been the Pistol Shrimps Radio presents the Virgin America Safety Video Minute brought to you by Mac Weldon, colon, pity the first-time listener. We hope you've enjoyed it, and we hope you'll stick around for minutes two, three, four, and ultimately five. I'm Mac Gorley. And I'm Mark McConville. This is Pistol, Pistol Shrimps, Shrimps Radio, Radio presents... Virgin America Safety Video Minute brought to you by Mac Weldon, colon, pity the first time listener. listener.